This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Tom, I told this story before. That guy that called in, it was 1992, I think, doing an overnight show on KQ, and this guy called, ah, blah, blah. he's just, just a mess, right? Kept claiming he was Slash. Of yeah. course. I Slash would. Slash. Guns and Roses. Right? He keeps going. I keep hanging up on him. After a while, I tried to like work with it and air a call, but it was just so messy I couldn't even edit it. Yeah. So I said, forget it. <clears throat> so finally, you know, about a half hour of these mess, messy calls come through. Finally, the sober guy calls through, and it's on the warm line. Like, and it's, he goes, uh, this is Slash's guy here. It, it is him. <gasps> and and oh, he'd been God. hanging up on him. Oh, my God. And he's so lonely and messed up but he just wants someone to hang out with him so can you come here and hang out with him oh my god so i go over to the the whitney hotel you go oh yeah. i would i thought i dug out a, would you? I dug oh, yeah. out a logo sweatshirt because i knew there might be a photo op of yeah. course yeah and uh it was yeah and then uh, i was doing the order i run over to the whitney hotel door opens the artwork's all crooked on the wall <laughs> and you got duff face down on the on the floor passed yep. out yep no, and just him and Slash in the room. Slash lets me in. He's, his shirt's all unbuttoned, and he comes in. Go on in. You, got, you bring any drugs? Fresh heroin. Sorry. I'm like, no, he's all right. All right. So then he's like, wants to figure out something to do. So he and, says, oh, let's get some women. Uh-oh. See, that's where you, Allie would be available. Well, she so just said she'd show the yellow pages. Literally, he starts looking oh, through the yellow pages. Now it's seven o'clock in the morning. He gets a couple of gals to come over. You could find we found them and then they That's come over. That's impressive. Yeah, and then but now he wants me to join in on the on the fun a little bit. <gasps> <laughs> the and the clothes are coming off. There's Slash. No, now he's got semi undressed, and and these two working gals that look like librarians that didn't look like they were working gals. I don't know. It just it surprised me. Uh-huh. And, uh, and then he wants me to pay. He goes, if you get 400 bucks, there's no money. Oh, my God. Uh, this story is wild. And now the manager shows up in a bathrobe and says, you should take off. And it makes me leave. Uh. <laughs> and that's how it ended. <laughs> what a shock. And then he handed you the bathrobe, but he's like, here's a souvenir. I wish I could find somewhere I've got a picture of the, one of the ladies. And she, and she didn't know who he was, so... And, you know, I went to, like, the photo mat and got it developed, like, the next day. And all of a sudden, I get a call from her. And she goes, I didn't know who that was. Oh, my God, I need a copy of that. <laughs> what the other a gal, crazy story. Yeah, like, 400 Jeez. bucks. <laughs> Did you didn't pay, right? Of course not. I had 20 bucks in my you pocket. You in radio. <laughs> I know. This is true. He's never seen $400. Yeah. No, he's, his band just sold out the dome. He come up with it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. But it was really him. That was my craziest drunk on the phone story, yeah. I don't think any of that us can beat that. story transformed much more than I thought it was going to. <laughs> that is the craziest thing. The fact that you went. Wouldn't you? I would. I, I don't on. think I'd go alone. I mean, obviously, I would be the, considered one of the working girls, right? Like, at that point, I don't think he wants to hang with a bunch of women. Well, I never found out why uh, they had the private, the warm line number either. I mean, it's not, that one's not hard to get. Slash's guy. I mean, how <laughs> weird is that? Oh, my God. Yeah, the Whitney Hotel. Well. We're good to go? Good. Yep, we're good to go. All right, Thanks, excellent. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Tim. Isn't Tim on? Yeah, he's on. 
Oh, he is. Yeah, I got you. Yep. Oh, there you are. Hey, why don't you learn how to answer the phone, you pill? Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll do better next time. I'll do better next time. There's a very specific reason we're having Tim Niemeyer on the show this morning. First of all, um, we're going to start talking about uh, his great business. My wife is the first one who told me about this, and I told Tim this, but Tim said something to me at lunch when I met him last week and said, we got to have you on to talk about this because, you know, it's... Well, let me start. I can start off this way, that... Uh, some of the neighbors gathered in the driveway last night, and they have a you know, cocktail or whatever, and I have my, have my diet Pepsi, and we're sitting there talking all the rest of it. And uh, the couple I was telling you about earlier this morning started talking about the show and the fact that they love you guys on the show. And apparently uh, Andy, the, the trans man I was telling you about earlier this morning, really good friend, used to listen to Rudy all the time on, I think, KS95. You worked there, right? Did I? I don't know, but he, that's what he claimed anyway. Probably, yeah. Uh-huh. But the greatest part of this whole thing is, so I'm sitting there with Tim, and we're having a good time, uh, and Tim was the only one who, who ate prudently. Pat and I both chowed down. And the food was very good. It was really good. Went to Buka, right? Yeah, it was, very, it was good, yep. Yeah, they did a really, really nice job. The people could not have been nicer and whatever. But I want to talk a little bit about your business, and then I want to close with something you said to me. And I, and I try to pass this along to people whenever it does happen. And this is one of the reasons I really wanted you to come on the show, so you could tell them in person. But in any case, let's talk a bit about, about uh, your business. It's a fa- How many generations now? Are you in the second generation? About uh, well, third generation. Third. Is my son is working for the company. Gonna wow. take over. That's right. There you go. And so, so do you like him or, you know, you, you <laughs> just put up with him? <laughs> you know, he, he's, he's really good. My daughter, Jury's still out. She's, she's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Tim, damn it. Go. No, it is great though, but you have it. So a third, a three generation family involved in the same business, uh, you run uh, one of the shows. Your brother runs another one, correct? Yeah, we got two stores. You bet. And, and it's one all in, about. Uh, yeah, one in Albertville and one in the Elko New Market. And I'll be talking about that quite a bit from now on about uh, the family business. And look, you you said something to me uh, during that that lunch that I also wanted to talk to you about in public. You talked about the fact that the show. You listen to the show. You're a big fan of the show, and because we tell the truth, we we don't. Uh, you know, hype things up or try to be funny when you're not funny. You were very complimentary that whole time, and I wanted to thank you for that. Well, I appreciate that, and I meant every word. I, uh, I think I've been listening since 87, so it's been a while. 87 would do it. That's about right. All right, so we, we'll close with this one. So we're sitting at lunch. Pat's there. I'm there. We're at Buka. The food's great. Mike is our server, doing a great job. And Tim says the following to me, and I was crushed. I want you to know. He's telling me how much he loved Brittany and Rudy. <gasps> yeah. Like, oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> My life is ruined. Well, Tom, you know, I, I didn't want to make it easy for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Now, Tim, I want to thank you for calling it because, I, it, see, it's important to me. I know most people don't do this, but when somebody gives a coworker of mine a compliment, I want them to know about it. And if we can, whoever delivered that compliment, to have them on the show and go, hey, people are out there, they're big fans of yours and yours and yours. And, you know, everybody in the room, it's not just... Look, when you went that, you stepped up and said, hey, man, I really, really loved listening to, to Brittany and Rudy. And I said, what are you, deaf? 
Yeah. And then he said, no, actually, I'm not. I would like to apologize. I'm so sorry your taste is this bad. And plus, I mean, we're so disappointing in person, but thank you so much. What a nice compliment. Oh, yeah. Jim. Oh, you're very welcome. You, you make the show. Stop. Okay, now I got to no, quit. Let me fix my hair quick. Yeah, way to go, Tim. Okay, that's oh, going to do Tim. it for my career. Oh, Timothy. You make it. Tim, you're the best in the business, and I look forward to our next lunch. And I'll be, uh, matter of fact, I'm, my first endorsement of uh, Niemeyer is next hour. So that'll be good. Holy buckets. That's awesome. Tim, you're a good man. Thank you, sir. I really appreciate it. Thank you all. Bye, all right, Tim. Have a great day. All right, bye-bye. One of the nicest guys you'd ever want to meet. But see, I know that most people over the years, because I've been in the business for 52 years now, you know, so it's been a long time. <laughs> And I always noticed whenever anybody gave you a compliment, you never heard about it. Why really? do people do that? I mean, I, you would have never known that he said nice things about you and Rudy. No. And I tried to shut him up, but he wouldn't listen to me. <laughs> you know. the list of why you're wrong. <laughs> why you're wrong about that. But I wanted you guys to know that, that you have fans out there. Matter of fact, I was talking about Andy. Mm-hmm. Uh, big fan of yours at KS95. Yeah. I, you need to know these things. You know, people in radio bust their ass. And all they got is, you know, management pukes telling them, oh, it's like, shut up. Why don't you go wait a table? Mm -hmm. How do you really feel? I hate those sons of bitches so much, can't tell you. I appreciate it. That's very sweet of you. And it always blows my mind. It's sweet of Tim. It blows my mind when anybody has any positive. I'm uncomfortable with it. So I would like to move on. Mm -hmm. Nobody ever passes those messages along. And I don't know why they don't. Wouldn't you be happy your coworkers got compliments, oh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So why don't they ever tell anybody? I don't understand that. I don't know. You know, constantly I have to tell people, no, actually, Ray's a really nice guy. He's not a prick. <laughs> yeah, his yeah. on-air persona is <laughs> yeah. just a monster. Yeah. He told us, what's Ray like in <laughs> real life? Oh, well, I used to get that. Definitely didn't get into a threesome with Slash. Oh, no, so. fell, fell, yeah, right? I, I, turned down, I, I, I just got, I got screwed on a threesome with Slash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my big claim your to big, fame. Yeah, your label is Cat Daddy, and so you know a monster of a person. You know what's hilarious about that? Because Amy's out of town and all that stuff, and I, I apparently ran the idea by somebody over the headquarters. Oh, we shouldn't do that. It's like, get out of my way, Okay. That's your number one thing. Let's get the hell out of my way. I think we all agree that it's better if we're out of your way. But for Probably some reason... <laughs> just run right over you. It'll be wonderful. No, but it is important to me to know because I found out over the years that people either liked it, didn't... But I want, if you don't like it, I need to know. If you do like it, I need to know, right? Yep. Yeah. You just want feedback. You just want feedback. Yeah. And nobody ever gives it to you, mm-hmm. and I'll never understand why that is. Right? If you are the semi-truck, then Brittany and I are riding in the Niemeyer trailer behind you, my You see? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's how you work. Right there, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely. It's a plug-in that. for the advertiser. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm telling you what, Tim is a great guy. You guys are going to like him a lot. But yeah, he was a huge fan of both of you. And I went, God, you don't know him, do you? No, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted you to know that that's exactly what that was all about. Nice. Uh, very, very nice, as a matter of fact. We got some spots to do now, do we not? We do. Now, do th- am I supposed to do an, a Niemeyer spot here, or did he already do it? We, we're good on that, yeah. I thought so. Yep. I thought yep. that was mm-hmm. the case. We'll be right back in a couple minutes. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. If you've been hurt in a car collision, it's traumatic enough. 
You don't need to waste time and energy on the legal stuff. Think of us as a partner who will guide you through the process. First off, you need to recover, but part of that is getting the compensation you deserve. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we'll work hard so you can get the rest you need during the trying months after a personal injury. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we understand how important it is to make our clients comfortable. So we build each client relationship on the pillars of honesty and transparency. Don't miss out on what's rightfully yours. We'll go to bat for you. For your free case consultation, please visit minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. I'm Mike Bryan. I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to Bradshaw and Bryant. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington, and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids, a cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are made. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. No, right. we're not coming back because you misspelled Ray's name, so you're out of the mix. We're not, we're not doing the rest of the show. Did I spell it W-R-A-Y? Yes, Ray. Uh, Radio Ray or whatever. There is a station. Uh, radio, there is Radio Ray. Radio Ray, yeah. yeah absolutely. You're absolutely right about that. E-R-I-C-K. Yeah. Correct, sir. Oh, I always thought it was 1-K. No, it is CK. one. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. One. Yeah. Just the, no. That's it's half a posture. I love this. Chris Eggert's laughing his no, no, ass no, off. No, I, I'm sorry. Not the one K, but I was thought that it was just a K. Not how long, not how the long CK. Did you guys work together? Thirty five years, but yeah. I, I guess long enough to not walk by his mailbox in the in the. Front I can't hear. Now these headphones need to go louder too. How do you turn them up? Yeah. Uh, are you this one? Yeah. There you go. No. Keep no. going. Yeah. Try that one. Deaf boy uh, in radio. No, whoever heard I of can't it. hear a thing. You can't hear anything at all? Oh, there, no, it got better. Oh, there we go. There's the one. Yeah, thank you. There we go. Now mine no got problem. worse. Mine got, my lost my balance. 
No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, to, be, to be fair, I just spelled his name phonetically so that you didn't screw it up, Tom. That's <laughs> yeah, the, that's, of course, that's yeah. what's going to happen. Uh-huh. Exactly yeah. right. Uh, forget about the Niemeyer call. I'm now going to erase it from the recording. <laughs> he turned coats. That's all I have to say. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome newsman Chris Egret. There you go. So we're going to mess up everybody's name this morning. What uh, is an egret? Uh, is that a bird? A baby eagle. Oh, it's a, oh an egret. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a baby eagle. There you go. Baby eagle. Baby eagle, Chrissy. Oh, let me baby bird feed you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you hate working here? Oh, uh, wow. I just caught part of Ray's story about Slash and the threesome, and I, I might. <laughs> I, my head's kind of spinning about that whole deal. Wow. You would go, Chris, though. You would go if you got that call. You'd Who go. wouldn't go? I yeah. mean, come on. I mean, Slash. you only live once, right? Yeah. That's not a no. <laughs> By the way, Brittany also screwed up his name on the StreamYard and just fixed it so nobody would catch that. Oh. No, I thought that's the one he was complaining about. That's why I fixed it. Oh, no, both of you got I it I took wrong. my blame. I said, oh, I, I took it off the sheet. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. 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 Okay, That's yeah. why I fixed it. Oh, gotcha. Oh, my God. You are such a little sibling. <laughs> By the way. You are such <laughs> a baby brother. Trouble. You are so funny. What? I would never call you out for something Let's like that. I would one. never do that. And he's a little monster. As soon as the little, he, the, the ouchie light is a little too bright on Rudy. <laughs> well, much like you, I try to pass blame to everybody else, so. Uh, what? There you go, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And by the way, Brittany, if you're going to send me a message again, asshole has two S's. Thank you. <laughs> not two dollar S- signs. S- not, two do- not two dollar signs, exactly. <laughs> Chris Hager. Oh, Baby Eagle. He changed oh, his moniker to Baby Eagle. I love I- Baby Eagle. <laughs> I love that. I'd what- watch your live stream. What's happening, oh, homie? Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. What's the latest? Oh, the, they're going to legalize marijuana today. Lots of people have been waiting for that. Ooh. Well, he's, the governor's going to officially sign the measure today. So so what does it take, about a year and a half for it to actually show up on the shelves? Two have dispensaries here. That's what they think. But for uh, possession will be legal as of August 1st, mm-hmm. I believe. August 1st. And you'll be able to have a pretty significant amount at home if you're Two into pounds. that. Yep. Yeah. And uh, you can start growing it. So, uh, and it's yeah. in some beers. Yes, oh, that's it right. Is. It is. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is now. THC yeah. and beer now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, where, if it's not going to be grown here for a year and a half, where the hell are you going to buy it? That's a good question, isn't Michigan? it? Michigan? Can you just bring it back across the state lines? Because you can't, in the United States, so. it's still not legal. Right. Okay. That's the problem. Can you drive it across Wisconsin? I don't, I don't think, think you can so. drive it through Wisconsin. Okay. It's like the firework clause. You can yeah. buy it here, but you can't set them off here. Yeah. So, there's technically, yeah. you can't have it. Hmm. Well, then it's back to Jim and Blaine. Yes, that's a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your source. Wasn't there a dude named Cookie that used to sell to all the radio guys? Don't you remember that guy? He was no. kind of like the main drug dealer Ooh, for I, all the radio people in town. You mentioned Cookie, though. I remember one time somebody dropped off some magical cookies uh, at the radio station. Yeah, I remember And that. I ate one, and I, I was getting off the air, and someone else was coming on the air, and she, and she ate one, and she goes, I don't feel anything. And I go, it's, you ate it, so that's, just, just give wait. it a minute. And, take a while. and I go, and she goes, I, be, I better have another one. And they were actually for oh. somebody else, oh. so she oh. ate two of them. Oh. I got I home, and my answering machine was just a blink, and it was old cassette style, <laughs> and it rewound. You have five new messages. Uh-oh. Beep. And she's like, 
oh my god, right, I'm freaking out. I'm gonna, you're gonna, her mind. I, I bet you her on air was so funny. I'd have just been like, ACDC kick you. She was kind of a loose cannon, even when she wasn't eating magical cookies. So, yeah, oh yeah, oh no. One of my favorites of all time is to watch television news on New Year's Eve because you're always all drunk on the air. Oh, look, and he goes, no, we're not. <laughs> no so you've never way. Uh, I could name somebody you know really, really well. I tuned in because he's a dear friend of mine. I love the man. I tuned in one night. This is many years ago. Yeah. New Year's Eve. Let me just tell you something. It's like, really? Dang. It's going to be the news tonight, is it? Yeah, that boy was hammered. Oh, text me that because I want to know who it is. Oh, you know who it is. You okay. know, that, yeah, because they they took him off the air, sent him to rehab, and I was going to say, oh, long? Oh. oh yeah. yeah. Hey, don't knock people that are supposed to be on air that went to rehab. No. <laughs> hey, yeah, exactly. I feel That's personally exactly attacked. I'm just saying, like people might infer now; they might figure it out now. Oh, they how long know. ago was it? Uh when I saw him on TV, about, yeah, about 35 years ago. Yeah, I mean, listen, that was that was a pretty common thing to go out between the evening newscasts and the 10 o'clock newscast. Yeah. I mean, that was that the whole the way they portrayed it in the movie Anchorman is not probably that far off from the truth from um, I unfortunately right. started like right when that all started going away. Um, my first newsroom. Like the one thing that was still holding on was you could still smoke in the newsroom. Which, oh yeah, right. I remember that. Yeah. Like yep, I remember that. Cigarettes everywhere. And there's only, you know, a couple of the crusty ones left who are like still really holding on. I love that guy. Uh he was also the most important reporter because he got the brick cell phone. So yeah. Oh sure. I got I had one of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Can you imagine him out on the scene of a story, got a heater hanging out of the mouth, got the mustache sort of you know, laying over the top of it, got his brick cell phone over here with his uh, with his blazer on. That's got the leather patches on the elbows. Like that sure. guy's at it. He's getting after it. God, I tell you, one of my favorite stories of all because I used to have, back in the day I used to hang around with Jeff Passolt, who mm-hmm. was at the time at Channel Eleven, and then oh. Paul Majors. Paul and Jeff and I would hang out quite a bit and go out drinking and doing whatever. So one time, I stopped by Channel Eleven. And Paul goes, I can't leave yet. i got to cut some audio, so why don't you just come in the studio and we'll cut some audio and that'll be great, and then we'll leave. And I said, yeah, no problem. So it has nothing to do with drinking, but it does have to do with how disgusting it is to work with other people. He grabs the earpiece, because it's the one ear kind where you get the strap over your head and then get the one earpiece. Mm-hmm. As he's putting up to his head, I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. He goes, what? I said, look at that earpiece. There was about an inch and a half of earwax hanging off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to dry heave. I don't know why that's getting to me right now. I'm not getting you, Chris. Uh, Have you ever had to deal with other people's uh, earwax? Well, we, get our, we get our own earpieces now. Oh, like, thank God. Um, but I hate <laughs> microphones. You guys got, I don't know how the hell you walk in a studio after somebody else I know, had their mouth it. right up on it. It's I so gross. <laughs> It is gross. Ugh. You're right. It is gross. But honest to God, he almost stuck that in his ear. 
I should have been paid a lot of money for oh, saving. That makes me feel sick. Oh God, it was and it was so thick and dark uh, on top of it. Stop. So it means it was in there for a while. It was in there for a while. We got it, Tom. Glug 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 glug. Are you here starving? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we do have some corrections to make. Uh, Pete from Sartell message in. Uh, egret is a large white bird resembling a great blue heron. And eaglet. Eaglet. The baby egret girl. and e- there I, you go. Yeah, and eaglets are on the beach you, a lot. I didn't want to tell you guys that, but that, I, I was just kind of going along with it. It's I was hard. kind of visualizing the Roadrunner looking thing. Yeah. When I so. thought of egret. So baby eagle, do you see those a lot? The egrets on like the ocean. Uh, the the shore. Isn't we actually have. Egrets? I think there's some egrets that are. Um, <laughs> great way great, great egret. There you go. <laughs> yeah, they're they're kind of goofy looking. They're they're yeah. long and skinny. Yep. They kind of look like a white flamingo. Yeah. So they look like right. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not that. They're not that is quite as big as the flamingo. Now there's a good name for a band, White Flamingo what? or uh, White Flamingo. Yeah, flamingo. I love it. They can tour with White Snake. Uh an egret looks like a swan on heroin. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Very you skinny go. Yeah. and kind yep. of just ragged looking and yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh so e- uh, egret actually is a great way to describe pretty much my body style it's, like sure. Yeah. Thin, white, big gut, and tiny legs. <laughs> and they also stand on one leg, so it's perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> well, now. <laughs> Took me a half a second to get it, but now I did. White flamingo, baby. <laughs> oh, my God, I love you oh so much, Chris. I'm glad you did that. I was going to do it. So oh. I'm, I'm glad you I know you normally did. I was waiting for you to say that. Yeah. Perfect. I'm dead. It all worked out in the end. What do you? I think? mentioned someone with one leg earlier, Paul McCartney's wife. Yeah, she had one oh, leg. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's Same absolutely thing. right. And everybody was going after that in news stories. That's why I thought that was going to be the subject you couldn't talk about, and it turns out it wasn't it at all. Not a problem. So, <laughs> so we mentioned that earlier, Chris. I I brought it. Well, uh, I'm not going to. I was going to say something. I'm not. It's just. It's not important to this conversation. <laughs> I was going to say something. Well, what I just said wasn't important either. I don't. I just derailed it for a second. That <laughs> no, was, no. Was, you said rewind 25 did, minutes back to what I said. Yeah. You know, there's a certain amount of people who apparently are into the whole like amputee porn thing. No, it's oh, a yeah. huge. It, yeah, oh, yeah, there's a huge clientele for it. It's definitely a niche uh, group. If you if you can think of a category, it's in porn. Well, they made that yeah. whole uh, they made a whole series of that show with Billy Bob Thornton about it. Um, the second season was all about that, but I guess it's of a huge Of course Billy Bob Thornton would host that show. Yeah, it was it, there's a whole I mean, yeah, you you should start an OnlyFans. Yeah, I don't think yeah. anyone's really looking for the old 50-year-old man amputee. Yeah, porn. the minute you say I, it, yeah, it's there. And did you guys ever go downtown to the Sky, not the Skyway Theater, but there was the Skyway Strip Club? No. Mm-mm. You guys never went? Okay, no. cuz it's, it's it was right next door. I believe it was called the Spearmint Rhino for just a little bit. Wasn't that upstairs somewhere on the second floor? It might have been on the second floor, but yeah, yeah but there was the one gal there who had the one arm. 
She was a stripper who had the one arm, and man, that gal would, guys would make it rain for that girl. One girl swinging around that pole, just, you know, hooking it. You guys are all looking at me like you're terrified. No, I was so super I'm into it. Stop, yes. Rudy. First I'm sitting here visualizing. I know you guys one. don't know this, but those poles spit, okay? So let's yeah. not give her all the credit, okay? Uh, like, she just has to hang on, <laughs> which is also hard. First up, do you know how hard it is to put glitter on with one hand, and now you're taking <laughs> away her say, pole? And how is she picking up the dollar bills? No, yeah. I mean, even just the taking off the clothes. Yeah. Have you ever hurt your hand and try to, like, uh, like take your clothes oh, yeah. off? Tie mm-hmm. a shoe. Yeah. My mom's arthritis kicks in, and I have to, like, take her pants off for her. Yeah. So, like, I can't imagine. This guy, I'm not even being mean. Uh, Dude, Tom's going to come back and be like, what did you guys do to my There has to be show? a quick release system. There you must know, be. And, you know, snap here and a... Accessibility is important. Accessibility is tripping, yeah. Yeah. The Skyway Lounge is the only place I've ever been where a guy yelled to a girl, take it off! And then she did and yelled, put it back on! (laughs) (laughs) See, the niche I would fill would be the girl crying who's taking off her clothes, which people are also into, I found out. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. There's that. The sad girl. What would your What would your song be? What would your song be? It would be, be? I'd be my own sound effects. Just, (laughs) Just call me Angel. <laughs> and then apologetic this about my This is a like, whole new playlist now. We got to start thinking of yeah. sad girl stripping playlist. Yeah, like people are always like, what's your batting song be? That's silly. What's your stripping song? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, Chris, you don't strike me as the type of guy to go to strip clubs. Uh, I had spent a fair amount of time with them back in the day, but the day has passed. Yeah, yeah. Well, you were a guy that lived in Orlando, which is chalk filled with strip clubs, is it not? Uh, it is. Um, I, my last experience was in Seattle where uh, we lived for a time. And you'd think that like very progressive Seattle, liberal Seattle, they have bikini baristas in Seattle that yep. will that will show you more than. I mean, it, it's not just bikini like we I did a whole story about this one place that got busted, because if you asked for like, I'll have extra foam on that. Oh, and sure. like, there was like a hidden like, language. They'd like show you the, you know, you'd get more than you asked for. So th- like that's Seattle, right? You'd mm-hmm. think the strip clubs there would be pretty, you know, uh, liberal and, uh, you know, uh, yeah. a, a, a more of a sharing. Of, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, I had some buddies in town and we went out and um, I was like, why is why is everyone sitting? Why isn't anybody going up and, and giving the lady any money? And first of all, they had to wear pasties and panties. So like, no, you know, pretty conservative there. And then um, I went up to try to give her some money and like the bouncer came over and I thought he was going to beat my ass. Like you couldn't even approach the stage. And I was like, Whoa. Wow. I, Why I am I surprised. even here, bro? Yeah. See, like, this, is, this is what I it's mean, like to be a woman because when they're like, okay, Men get one-on-one strippers, and then women were like thousands of people in Thunder Down Under, mm-hmm. not allowed to touch. You're just like, this is what sucks. The men, the female ratio is way off, so that you've experienced what it's like to be a woman in a men's strip club. The last yeah. one I went into was the uh, the 22nd Avenue Station. I don't know if you yeah. know that one was. We just the, talked about this on the air the other day. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I've witnessed uh, a little shameless behavior in the back. Uh, sure. <laughs> right. Going on like, how can the guy? There's a whole bunch of people here and everything. So then it closed shortly after, and then you know what it became? It's now a restaurant called High High. Oh yeah, which oh, yeah. stands High for High. two two. Right. Mm-hmm. What is that? Oh. 
Uh, it's a, it's a, the 22nd Avenue Station Strip Club became the High High Restaurant. Where is that? A 22nd in University in Northeast. We really? were just there. It's good. Yeah. Really? The food is, it's unique. It's Thai, right? Yeah, it's, it's Thai. Good. Like, if you have a drink that, it, you know, you don't drink Tom, but you have a drink that requires sugar, they grind it up on a sugar cane right in front of you. Oh, I like that. Oh, that's so good. Cool. And, but if you look closely, the stripper pole is still there. So it was a strip oh. joint? I don't remember. It was a strip that. joint as the 22nd Avenue Station. They called it the Double Deuce, and it was a dump. Yeah. Oh, oh it was the, rough. Oh, yeah. That was a rough joint. Um, that's not where the you greatest. could get in if you were just annihilated. That would right. Be and that's place. like I said, I saw it. And it's like, whoa, get a room, you people in the back. She's selling <laughs> underneath the table. Right. So wherever you go, <laughs> sex is being had. In public. Or about Please don't leave this room because it's about yeah. to get weird. Well, they call it. <laughs> some people are vibration people. They bring out the best. <laughs> so, you know. But, yeah, that place was closed shortly after. That wasn't, but, yeah, you know, it's high, high. Yeah, I've never been a titty bar guy. Never cared for it. You do not seem like the type. That <clears throat> I, you know, yeah. I never was either. And I just, I, I had to, I met somebody there or whatever. I'll meet you for a beer kind of thing. So I went oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the example of that being, not an example, but the reason for that is, is that growing up, when I would sit on the front stoop at the house at like 6.30 in the morning in the summertime, and all these strippers slash hookers would come home and their mascara is running from crying. And it's like, oh, God. It's not very glamorous. You're yeah. saying, yeah. No, that was not glamorous watching that at all. No, that's a sadness. Every weekend. Yeah. Well, I, I drive Lyft and Uber on occasion. Oh, there you fun. go. And I, when I used to drive in the middle of the night, which I don't anymore, I, I drove some working gals. And you could tell who was going to work and who was on the way home. It's that same. I've had enough. Oh, I, I've had a long day. Get me out of here. I can relate to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, That's what it was. The last time I went to one uh, was in Vegas probably five or six years ago. And I guess I'm at a certain age now where this gal, you know, she was standing next to me and trying to get me to, you know, uh, you know, pay for a dance or whatever. And I was just like, I was just like looking at her going, Oh my God, you're so young. What happened? Where did things go wrong? Why are you here right now? Why is, why are you asking me for like, I I guess I'm that age where I was just like, Oh, the poor girl. I never thought of that. Cause like they don't have like 40 year old strippers. Oh, there are, do they? Are there that? that, Cause like, why, why wouldn't you want someone your age? I know that's me being sounding naive, but like, some of them look so young, so it's like a very yeah. weird dichotomy. I've never thought about it. I know that's, I sound so stupid did, right now to everybody who's like, of course we want a 20 year old stripper. Did you guys ever listen to Loveline with of Do- Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla? Mm-hmm. That's oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's mostly what they talked about was like, if they were talking about strippers, they're like, daddy issues. Who oh, hurt you? Every they'd always time. be like, who hurt you? You know, yep. and they'd be like, I'm fine. And then they just spill this terrible story, and you're like, oh, God. So, like, they don't like strip clubs either because. <laughs> It's just like full of these terrible stories. But again, earlier, White Flamingo, we were talking about how we got into radio because we're all messed up. We all have daddy issues, you know? Yeah, but you were not whipping out a titty. There's True. a big difference. Yeah. I only have one that's I mean, pristine, I do. So yeah. I only show like, one, yeah. so that's why. Which one? No, I'm almost that one out. <laughs> no doubt about it, ladies and gentlemen. So what's up for the rest of the day with you, White Flamingo? <laughs> I love it. White uh, I, I, I don't know. Do you want more news or do you just want to know what's up with me for the rest of the day? <laughs> I don't know. You be the judge, okay? No question about it. Oh, Chris Eggert tried to text in while there was a bunch of people on going, I understand if you guys don't want me today. And I said, no, we don't want we him, just, and you let him on anyway. Tom kept saying, yep. It's terrible. Of 
course we need our Chris Eggers. Uh, well, I didn't. You guys had. I I didn't know Allie and Ray were all there, and he had. Uh, they had the advertiser call in. I didn't want to, you know, mess things up. Chris, Chris. we had nothing. We always yeah. need Chris Eggert. <laughs> we always well, need Chris Eggert. Uh, Tom, I'm sorry you missed the majority of that conversation, which was about um, uh, strip clubs and um, amputee porn. I really okay. feel bad that you missed out on that. You're going to feel even worse when I tell you what I almost did because I had to run down. Because I'm doing a lot, two live spots like every hour, so I don't have time to run down and pee anymore. Oh, sure. Because it's about three blocks away for Christ. The men's sake. bathroom. The yeah. women's. The women's is close. fine. It's right there. But here's the problem. I realized, man, I better get back there. I come out of the men's room. You have to go around the corner in front of the in front of the uh, elevators, yeah. and then there's the women's room. So I'm going full bore, and just as I get there, a woman steps out of the women's room, and I almost ran right over. Oh her. no! I felt so bad because it's like, yeah, here we are at what eight forty-seven in the morning, and some guy's running up on me in the hallway, <laughs> like, Ooh. right? I went, oh my god, I'm sorry. She just started laughing because <laughs> at first she, she was scared. I could tell. Yeah. You know, some guy coming up on you like that, you know, and I was going. Especially somebody as intimidating as you. Yes. Let me tell you (laughs) something, sir. Your giant calves and your long, freakishly long arms. Oh, you know, speaking of that, by the way, thanks for bringing it. Did Catherine call you this morning? (laughs) No. Damn it. So yesterday, you know, because I got 37-inch arms. I have very long arms. I'm very ape-like. I understand that. But I have a 30-inch inseam. So my arms are seven inches longer than my legs which is not how it's supposed to go, right? So Catherine goes, well, let's, let's do a little, you know, little tape measure work. She measures my inseam, it's 30 inches. Measures her inseam, it's 32 inches. Oh! My wife has a longer inseam than I do. Is that fair? No, she's almost six feet. Well, you're almost six feet tall. Yeah, yeah, she's tall. She, her and I are both tall. Yeah, so yeah. you got like the 36-inch inseam? What do you got? I don't know. I've never... you never done it? Here's the thing. With women's clothes, they don't give you an inseam. Oh, don't we they just, really? No, that's why no. like 90% of clothes don't fit my legs. Like, it, my vagina straight up eats pants. Yeah, women's clothes are small, extra small, and you're fat. Did I tell you I have to leave? <laughs> if I, did I tell you mm-hmm. that if she ever said my vagina eats pants, I was going to leave the show? Another great band name, though. <laughs> <laughs> vagina <laughs> eats pants. Yeah, that's a good name. You're right. You're absolutely right. That sounds like a punk band. I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right, WF or White Flamingo. All right. See you guys tomorrow. Uh, Ray, good to see you. Allie, good to see you. Wonderful to see you, White Flamingo. All right. Bye, <laughs> Wonderful Chris. to see you, Chris. White Flamingo. I love that. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. I, I love working with him. I love Chris. He's Such a, a nice guy. man. We don't have any assholes in this show, do we? Let me think of one. I mean, I have times. I have moments. I thought you were going to hold up the, look at this, Tom. Look at the mirror. Look, look at the, the mirror. Yes, <laughs> we do have assholes on the show, and you're leading the crowd. All right, we do have to take a break here. We'll be right back in a couple of seconds. And I'm actually really glad that, I, that I'm doing the spot today because I've been running around like a madman lately, uh, birthday after birthday after birthday. I got meetings with clients. I got this. So I've been eating a lot at restaurants. And when you're trying to lose weight and eating out at restaurants, it gets to be very, very difficult. But because of the tips that I've picked up from MN Fat Loss, it's been working out. And it's a huge deal I got on the scale this morning. I thought, oh, God, it was a big day yesterday. I actually lost a pound, so thank God. So MN Fat Loss, tip of the cap, baby. 
You know, uh, I got to say, I'm feeling fantastic, too. That's the other part. As you may have heard, I've been uh, following the fat loss program at mnfatloss.com and have lost right around 24 pounds now. I've been uh, following the program. And again, I thought I, I probably gained weight, I thought, but I did not. I lost another pound. Uh, I've been following the program for about five weeks now, and I can tell you it feels great to be uh, going into summer. Having lost the weight in just a few weeks' time, you will absolutely be able to lose weight like I've done and still enjoy the foods you love this summer. I'm eating my favorite grilled steak and chicken along with fresh vegetables and berries, drinking lots of water. No wonder I feel great, right? And I do, by the way. I feel really good. I mean, not being with these people, but when I'm not here, I feel even better. You see what I'm saying? Oh, I see. No problem. Uh, if you want to find out uh, the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, I'm down 24, as I said, so I'm right in the middle of that crowd, uh, just like I'm doing, as a matter of fact. That's about a pound of fat every day, no exercise required. To schedule your free consultation, go to mnfatloss.com, mnfatloss.com. And let me say it again. I was out all weekend for like three, four straight days eating and eating and eating, and thank God I still lost weight. So what they teach you is going to go a long way for the rest of your life. Results may vary. Be sure to tell them the, uh, at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, president at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new inexperienced banker. In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton. It's called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets. You'll receive a set for as low as $29.98. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square, and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper, my pillow towel sheets and so much more call 800-516-5146 use promo code tom or go to mypillow.com make sure you use the promo code tom hi i'm mike bryant from bradshaw and bryant if you've been hurt in a car collision it's traumatic enough you don't need to waste time and energy on the legal stuff think of us as a partner who will guide you through the process first off you need to recover but part of that is getting the compensation you deserve at Bradshaw and Bryant, we'll work hard so you can get the rest you need during the trying months after a personal injury. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we understand how important it is to make our clients comfortable. So we build each client relationship on the pillars of honesty and transparency. Don't miss out on what's rightfully yours. We'll go to bat for you. For your free case consultation, please visit minnesotapersonalinjury.com. That's minnesotapersonalinjury.com. 
I'm Mike Bryan. I hope you're never injured in a collision. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to Bradshaw and Bryant. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. i got to run a uh, check on the weather here because it's going to rain all day. It's not raining right now. It's uh, mostly cloudy, but it's going to start raining again next hour, and it's going to rain. They're saying there's a chance of rain every hour all day long. Did you hear that 4 a.m. pump? Like, oh, yeah. yeah. That was nice. You know, I, 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 it's great. We need the rain anyway. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Beautiful out. But that thunder was loud, yeah, man. It, Woo. it woke up our household for sure. It woke me up. I guarantee you that. So here you go. Uh, today, breezy, hot, more humid this afternoon, a few thunderstorms moving in and out. Isolated severe thorn, uh, storm possible with a high of 88 degrees today. Tonight, an isolated evening thunderstorm, warm and humid, a low of 68. On Wednesday, hot and humid, an isolated thunderstorm possible again tomorrow. Uh, my God, we got thunderstorms again on Thursday. And then once we get to Friday, kicking off the weekend, partial sunshine, hot and humid. But they're saying still a few thunderstorms, so it's that time because it's heating up, you know, like into the 88 uh, area, 90 degrees on Wednesday. 91 on Friday, so because it's heating up, it's going to thunderstorm for the, off and on for the week, it looks like. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much the deal, isn't it? I'm not I, mad at I'm that. I, I'm not, I like it. Yeah. It's all true. Okay, i got to run this by you guys to see if you agree with this. Uh, Judd Zolgad's going to join us in just a couple of minutes. Looking forward to that. But here, finally, it's the end of the world as we know it by REM. Only if you... Oh, oh wait a minute. i got to scroll up here. What are the best karaoke songs? You guys do karaoke? Yes. I do, too. Of course, Tom. I love doing karaoke. What are your guys' songs? My go-to? Yeah. Poison, Belle Biv DeVoe, hands down. I love that song. Yeah. It's a great song. It's an amazing song. What's yours, Tom? Uh, F the Police. (laughs) NWA, man. NWA, baby. (laughs) There you go. Hey, you know this. My God. (laughs) If I... I would, Allie, we would die. (gasps) You and I would die. What's what's the karaoke place in Northeast? Daughter? Vegas. No, you're talking Vegas Lounge. Vegas Lounge. Lounge. Vegas Lounge. I love it. We should go go get hammered. My best friend in the world has been hosting the karaoke there for 20 years. What's her name? Doris? Huh? Who's the who's the hostess or like the waitress there? Oh, you're thinking of uh, the one that, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. one that laughed like that. Everybody knows her. Yeah. She's got this old hag laugh. She's she got an amazing <laughs> laugh. Where is it? It, it the Vegas Lounge. But where is that? Uh, it's in Northeast Central Avenue. Uh, where, where Hennepin and that all comes together, just a little north. Oh, of oh there. sure, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Down, right where, where the king of clubs, go around right the, down the yeah, hall. You go around the curve. There. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. Spot there. That's how I used to get to the queue driving that way. Yeah, that is the best uh, it's, karaoke bar. Yeah, it's the hidden gem of karaoke. <laughs> in I used to love doing karaoke back yeah. in the day. Passholt oh. and I used to do it all the time. I'm all sorry, time. having you go on the mic would be insanely I awesome. I would love that. You guys should do a duet. No, I just would have to sit back because I would not be, I would laugh so hard. I would have to sit back and watch. I would totally watch you do karaoke. I would die. I'm I'll do my to. William Frawley impression. You know who William Frawley is? No idea. Fred played Fred Mertz on the I Love Lucy show. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who Fred yeah, Mertz is. Yeah, I know who Fred Mertz is. They actually had him sing on the show one time. Oh, God, I bet that went well. Oh, God. Because you remember he kind of talked like yeah. this. Ethel, yeah. what the hell's the matter with you? What's wrong with you? Well, it got even harsher and more extreme when he sang. Which is hard to be. He gets up on the microphone. I will never forget this as long as I live. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Fred Mertz. 
Every little breeze seems to whisper, Louise. Yeah, it's really good, Fred. You're really nailing it. That is so bad. It was hilarious. (laughs) I bet you died. Um, that show, it was really hard to watch the behind the scenes with him. He oh, yeah. hated his, co- that, Ethel. Uh, yeah, Ethel. He, he hated Ethel, yeah. Hated her. Like, he that did. was not an act. <laughs> it's all true. That's a rough one. You know that Fred once got in a lot of trouble. Fred Mertz, played by William Frawley, because he referred, he referred to Ricky Ricardo as a Mexican. <laughs> Well, he was Cuban. About but, that. But other than that. About that. Same vicinity. It's fine. Yeah, I work with that Mexican guy. Well, oh, he's Cuban, God. but, you know. Well, and he's, you know, runs your show, so. Did you know that back in the day, that show, back in the, I guess, 50s, uh, maybe probably 60s because more people had TVs then, that show at one time had like a 70 share. Wow. Jeez. Is that even possible? Well, there's only three channels back then. I guess, yeah. So if you got three channels and Mm -hmm. you kick the piss out of the other two, you're going to get a 70 (laughs) share. And then what's the error for margin with that? Like 5%, 10%? Oh, you mean like regular ratings that are all bullshit? Yeah. I used to tell people that all the time. It's like, you really believe these numbers are real? Yeah. That's ridiculous. I mean, they were real when we were doing well. Yeah. (laughs) The whole different deal yeah. well, that's one thing about podcasting they can't they can't make shit up on here can they no nah, it's i mean they can fudge numbers yeah and be like, well I if you suppose. look at it this way if you, you know yeah. but for the most yeah. part it's very hard data yeah mm-hmm. that's how it should be yeah because absolutely. i look at some of these now look at that it's like that right there i can tell you by reading it is all bullshit yeah, yeah they yeah. made that up why they should not be allowed to do that do you think I suppose they would go under if they didn't, though, wouldn't they? They need some metric, right, in their minds to justify. Yeah, yep. But there's other ways to justify. I mean, we know stations that don't do well but have a certain demographic. No, you're absolutely right. So yeah. it's just about how creative you can get with your salespeople. It's all true. Yeah. No question about it. And that's why I do have a good laugh when someone, oh, this one's doing this and this one's like, yeah, whatever. Okay, sure. Yeah. Good for you. Mm-hmm. It is funny that management, when they when ratings are down, they look at you like you're the problem. Right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then when ratings go up, it's they, It's because of what they've They're done. They're high-fiving yeah, in their yeah. office. Great. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. This is because we put that concert together. <laughs> do you know that's, that it's true that I never knew that the KQ Morning Show was the highest-rated morning show in America? They never told me that. Yeah. Until I left the station, then somebody told me. Why wouldn't you tell me that? To how, would, encourage how would you not know that, though? I mean, yeah. just, I didn't pay attention you, you, to you must have felt it. I mean, well, I was right? drinking back then, so. <laughs> you could kind of <laughs> feel the success of that stage. You know, I did the, feel the, the success. Yeah, yes, I mean, you might, you, so you knew without numbers, you could tell. Yeah, but not yeah. the highest rating in America. Yeah, that is something. That's a big number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, it was it, it just, but that's how management is in that business. I worked for a couple of ju- different general managers are okay, but most of them were a massive pain in the ass because it was all about them. You noticed that, didn't you? <laughs> they treated look, me pretty well, though, because I was on a okay. different level. I mean, it's a different thing. The KQ Morning Show and you being the host of the KQ Morning Show, you were, you were handled a little differently than just the part-time staff or the afternoon guy. Or You think it was a bad idea for me to tell everybody to F off on a daily basis? <laughs> Is that a problem? Well, I don't know. It's a strategy yes. that I've never used, but I see. <laughs> I haven't, qu- I you haven't used it yet. You mean. Yet. Okay. Yet. Because I'll be the one you tell the F off when you finally that. do. Well, like Richard Pryor, you were just kind of trimming the edge off of it, so yeah, it didn't true. mean much after a while. No, I, I, and I, I tell you what, looking back, 
52 years of doing this, I'm so glad I never had to have a job. Well, yes. Look at, look at where you're it's at. Look where, you, look where you are. Look where, you've, where it's all taken you. And that's fun. Yeah. What a dream setup. Yeah, Brittany really and I, is. we had to explain to my boyfriend a few weeks ago that we, we don't have any skills. None. <laughs> I remember my, well, you're in radio, my yeah. first date with Justin. I don't even know how we got on this topic. We're talking about like usable skills, post-apocalyptic world. Mm-hmm. And I, our first date, I go, I don't really have any skills. I mean, I'd be a pretty bad prostitute, but I guess. And he's just like, the girl I'm on a first date with mentions prostitution. <laughs> well, you put a ring on it, so I guess. There you go. <laughs> I guess it works, people. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. There's a very lucky man that's going to jump on with us right now because when I saw the twins, who were up four to one in the eighth inning, go down five to four, you were going to get it all morning. God damn it, Judd, this is your fault. But they came storming back and won the game. I even stayed away from texting you. You did. Thought you were probably at your breaking point and you couldn't take another Judd negative twins text. Because I texted you, what, three times during the course of the weekend or twice? Yes. Oh, yeah. I We'd decided, okay, I'm going to draw a line here because he is going to positively lose his bleep if they lose this game. Did they give, so they must have given up a grand slam because I didn't yeah. see how they took the lead. Yes, yes. They brought in, uh, what, the new... Relief pitcher Brock Stewart to replace Sonny Gray. He got an out or two, and then Jose Altuve on like a one-two pitch at a grand, a, a screaming liner for a grand slam to left, oh, put him down five to four. But then Royce Lewis, yep, saved the day. Yep, they came storming back and beat Houston because Houston's a pretty damn good team, aren't they? They are. Yes, from what yep. I understand, they were like thirty-one and twenty-one or something like that. I think it's when- a nice win. Oh, that is a good win, that is, and that's what it's I want. Nice win, because you know if we're going to criticize, or if I'm going to criticize them when they take one in the shorts, uh, when they do come back and 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 uh, win the game. In any case, I got to praise them because that was a bitch to win that game. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I think that Royce Lewis is going to make a difference. Mm-hmm. He can he can hit. He's a dynamic kid too. He's just a likable kid. Like he's you know there's so and I this is not a a personal attacking guys, but. It just feels like a lot of times in sports you have so so many dead asses, right? Right. Lewis is a good kid. He's he's likable. I think people will gravitate towards him, and he's a good player. And at third base, I think he now gives you an everyday third baseman that's not going to be in question. Knock on wood if he can stay healthy, which is, of course, the Twins' mantra. That's a very good point because our third basemen have been terrible this year. Well, Miranda was Miranda was supposed to be you yeah. know second yep. year. He's supposed to be good. He didn't do anything, and he's hitting like a buck twenty five in Triple yep. A now. I know. I don't know what happens, man. It gets to their head. That's why they should get in the radio because you just bullshit, and it doesn't matter. Well, you know, Brittany <laughs> Brittany said I don't have skill, or that 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 we don't have skills. Like that's a bad thing. I take great pride in my lack of skills. In lack of skills, but you at least you, you at least know sports. Yeah, like you have like specialized. Yeah, this in is, a, this is oh, a that's that's a real skill. That's a real skill. I can sit there and watch sports and critique professional athletes. I mean, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. I, I love my job, but yeah. uh, the lack of things I can do. I can't fix a damn thing. I could. I can barely replace a bleeping light bulb. Oh, me too, man. I'm terrible at that. You don't want me anywhere near ladders and that kind of stuff. Mm-mm. Not a good plan. You know no. what I mean? No, it's a terrible plan. I can, but but the thing is, you know, I have found out that I can do things 
effectively if I just apply myself, like, for instance, laundry. I can figure it out now. I can do that because I just try and fill in, in between because my wife basically fixes everything. And so I said, what can I do to not be a complete pain in the ass? That's nice work. of you to have that thought, though. You know, it's very self-aware. Or it's just being a basic human. <laughs> but the important, important part of it is it didn't work. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, yeah. you, know, you know, you know, you feel me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, have you gone to any games yet this year? Because I have not. Twins games? Yeah. Yeah, I've been to, uh, I don't know, I've been to about eight, eight or so. Cause oh, I, I got a press. Well, I got a press pass, so it's not like I'm paying to go each oh, time. Oh, big shot. Okay, yeah. big deal. I've got a press pass. Oh, I've got, I got a, a press pass. laminated press pass. Here, Tom, you kick in 150 Gs for two tickets because I get free ones. That's nice. <laughs> I'll come find you well, in your suite. <laughs> Let's be very clear. The press box, you can't, like, drink beer and stuff. So it's not the ultimate fun experience that, sure. that uh, Tom had back in the Met Stadium days uh, screaming at Don Baylor. Uh, and Don <laughs> He's awoken. And Don Baylor threatening to kill me. That was a good one. That'll get your heart rate up a little bit. Oh, uh, he's a little bit bigger than me. I yeah. can promise you that. I wish yeah. I had video Woo! of that. I oh, won't. God. Oh, that's what I said. He Our- literally comes over and goes, he look, and he's, like, one foot from my face. His face is, like, right here. Oh. And he goes, shut the F up and watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, yes, sir. I said, yes, sir. Yes, you sir. got it. Done and anything, done. Anything else I can do for you? You need a water? I just had a lot of liquid courage right <laughs> Sorry, now. Sorry, sir. <laughs> Sorry, I was, I was on the phone. What? Yeah. What? I, well, I wasn't talking to you, Mr. Miller. talking Mayor. to somebody else over here. <laughs> I was talking to somebody on the phone. Oh, God, I used to love that. That was so much fun. Unhinged. It was which, rate, which, which does bring up the great question for all, for all of us on this show right now. What would have happened in our lives if, say, from our late teens on... Camera phones were available. Oh, I wouldn't have a career. Oh, I would not have a career. I would be canceled. I would be, yeah. I would have done something. I mean, I constantly did ridiculous things. Yeah. So. And cameras got me in trouble anyway. Did they? Just regular <laughs> ones. Yeah, with you film do and stuff. With the Polaroid? He just showed us a <laughs> he photo. He just showed us the photo of you and Slash. Oh, that photo. Well, yes. there's other ones, but yeah, that was actually from what the What are you, Bob days. Crane? <laughs> oh, well, God, there's a reference. Bob Great. Crane. I mean, just not ha- when we would go to moon dance. That wasn't that long ago. Luckily, like the camera phones are were all digital looking. You couldn't really put. You can still deny that that's your face. <laughs> yeah. You know. Boy, we had some fun at those we moon had dance jams. So that was always so fun with Ray too, because he was just Mister like even keeled. And I always felt like, yeah, it was so fun going with you. We always had so much fun. So I was working and you were having fun. That's great. I t- I've never worked a day in my Wonderful. life, and you knew that before That's I got the show. <laughs> so you That's got to true. go to Vegas with the morning show and Moondance, Jim? Yeah, See? while I was working, you know. <laughs> and that- I'd be like, I have to take this week off. I'm going to Moondance. And Tom was like, what? You have a job. And I was like... <laughs> Yeah. Downstairs in my bar, I have a framed piece of paper that I got from Walgreens after a weekend at uh, X-Fest out in Somerset, Wisconsin. And basically the piece of paper says, uh, some of the photos that you dropped off here to be printed, uh, they don't meet our standards. Uh-oh. Oh, no. So, Uh-oh. yeah, remember the disposable cameras yeah. that you just buy? And you'd show up, you'd throw it in a little envelope, you'd come back five days later, they'd print them off. They were like, yeah, I don't know, we aren't going to put these out in society. And I'm like, well, then I shall, I shall frame the piece of paper that says that I am not fit to print off photos. Pray, pray tell yeah. Rudy what might have been on some of those photographs. Mm-hmm. 
Tits McGee. <laughs> got quiet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of mud wrestling. <laughs> 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 Which, were, you, were you backstage with corn or a puddle of mud? Yeah. <laughs> puddle of mud. Yeah. I hate that so much. I do too. Oh, My name is Puddle of, of mud. mud. It's so little kiddish too. Yeah. Yeah. Puddle yeah. of mud. It is. Mm-hmm. Do you know that their band name before Puddle of Mud was called uh, Hurley Spewage? Oh, no. Hurley Spewage. Yeah. Isn't that and the same thing? Is that a real fact? That's a real fact. Yeah, because I know those guys a little bit. I got some mutual friends. We've hung before, and yeah, boy, they are a mess. That yeah. whole outfit. Every band from that time is a super big mess. Mm-hmm. It's a disaster. I know of a band right now called Marijuana Death Squads. Yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah. Plural. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's plural. MDS. MDS. <laughs> it's right there, no question about it. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.